everyone, it's Leslyn Keith here again with another research update flash briefing. I'm the director of research and president of the board for the Lipedema Project. I'd like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. Today, I'd like to tell you about a paper by researchers at Rokla Medical University in Poland. The author on this paper that I'm familiar with is Dr. Andrzej Zuba, who has published many papers about lymphedema and lipedema. This paper is called Comparison of Actual and Predicted Resting Metabolic Rate in Women with Lipedema, and it was published in the journal Research Square in March 2022. So first, a couple of definitions, because there may be some terms in here that you're not familiar with. First, resting metabolic rate, or RMR, they looked at both actual and predicted. So RMR is the amount of energy expended or calories needed to maintain bodily functions when at rest over a 24-hour period. So the energy that you need to digest and build body parts and stuff like that. Total energy expenditure, or TEE, is all the energy the body needs for normal bodily functions, as well as physical activity. So RMR itself accounts for about 60 to 75% of the total energy expenditure of an individual. RMR can be estimated by using an equation based on age, height, weight, body composition, but the authors state that this is much more accurate with healthy individuals. So they wanted to see if the predicted RMR using calculations was close to what the actual RMR was in women with lipedema. So let's talk about the aim of this review. The authors believe that in order for women with lipedema to lose weight, a calorie-restricted diet based on an accurately predicted resting metabolic rate for each individual is essential. Therefore, this study aimed to compare actual RMR with predicted RMR in women with lipedema and to determine if there is an association between individuals' anthropometric measurements, such as age and weight, and with an individual's actual RMR. So who were the participants? There was 108 women with lipedema, and they were included in this study. People were excluded if they were male or if they had a condition that kept them from using a bioelectric impedance device to measure their body composition. And these conditions may be pregnancy, metal implants, or a pacemaker. Measurements that they used. One device was the FitMate WM. This was used to measure actual resting metabolic rate. Participants would put on a FitMate WM face mask and were measured for 10 to 20 minutes. They also used a Tanita HR001 analyzer. This is a bioelectric impedance device, and it was used to measure their body composition. Predicted resting metabolic rate was then calculated for each individual using the body composition and or their anthropometric measures that I mentioned previously. So a little bit about the characteristics of these 108 participants. The average age was 44, average BMI was 32, and the average waist to hip ratio was 0.83. And according to the World Health Organization, 
normal waist to hip ratio for women is 0.85 or less. But because there's a significant disproportion of hip girth compared to the waist, this may not actually be an accurate predictor of health risk for women with lipedema. BMI and body weight are also considered to be inaccurate when applied to lipedema because of that disproportionate fat distribution to the lower body. For this reason, a waist measure alone was used in this study. Average waist circumference of participants was 96 centimeters. So again, according to the World Health Organization, a waist circumference greater than 88 centimeters indicates abdominal obesity and a significant health risk. And so these women were much more than 88 centimeters. They were 96 centimeters. So let's look at some more results from the study. The average actual resting metabolic rate was approximately 1,700 calories per day. The average predicted resting metabolic rate was approximately 1,300 calories per day when calculated with the Tanita body composition analyzer. When calculations were used, the predicted resting metabolic rate could be up to approximately 1,900 calories per day. All predicted resting metabolic rates were statistically very close to the actual resting metabolic rate when equations were used, but the correlation was much weaker when the body composition analyzer was used. The authors point out that a bioelectric impedance device are less accurate as the BMI increases as they tend to underestimate percent body fat with higher BMIs. Interestingly, all but one equation for predicting resting metabolic rate resulted in under-predicting the actual resting metabolic rate. All anthropometric measures positively correlated with both actual and predicted resting metabolic rate, with BMI having the strongest correlation. So here are some of the conclusions that the authors had. They state that their study showed a weak correlation between predicted resting metabolic rate and actual resting metabolic rate in patients with lipedema. Resting metabolic rate that was calculated using predictive equations was significantly lower than resting metabolic rate measured with other methods. And then because a bioelectric impedance devices are expensive and not widely available in clinics, predicting resting metabolic rate using equations based on anthropometric measures may be more feasible for clinicians. This is my takeaway from this study. While we at Lipedema Simplified agree that a calorie deficit is needed for weight loss, we also know that calorie restriction without regard to the macro and micronutrient composition of the diet may only result in fat loss in the trunk, head, and neck if lipedema is present. Calorie restriction under these conditions is not sustainable if nutrient needs are not being met. In other words, calorie restriction alone is unsustainable and ineffective for lipedema. Even so, if resting metabolic rate and total energy expenditure can be accurately predicted for patients with lipedema, then this may be a useful tool in the context of a ketogenic or carbohydrate-restricted diet. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And if you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash. 
where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Research Update Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.